This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We are live on Radio Row. Want to thank Rally House and Window Nation for helping us get here. Fantastic partners. And right now... I've been telling everyone, don't be intimidated by the name. On the A number one air hot seat, it is Jake Plummer and former light heavyweight champion in the UFC, Rashad Evans. Mm -hmm. How are y'all doing today? Good, man. Really good. good. I'm you gotta g- call him Jake the Snake Plumber every time. Yes, because I was a big Jake Plumber <laughs> okay. fan. Now oh. I will, I will tell you this. I brought a rookie card of card? Jake Plumber. <laughs> yes, this is a card I've had for well over twenty I w- years. I wish I'd have known. I'd have had you bring me like one of your Mark Mark Aguirre. <laughs> oh, Mark Aguirre. Yes. I would have had you bring me one of his cards for trade. <laughs> Huge for this Mark argument. Aguirre right. number twenty-four. <laughs> but I now, Jake, you're a part of my history of being a Cowboys fan. Uh, at the time, my girlfriend, now my wife, I take her to the 1998 playoff game in yeah. Irving Stadium where the new, young Arizona Cardinals are coming in. I believe you guys were swept by the Cowboys that year in the regular season. Am I possibly, correct by yeah, that? Possibly, And I'm like, all right, let's go to the game. And I spend at the time, I'm close to 20 years old, $250 to go to that game. So a lot of money back <laughs> yeah. then. Like I, I spent a lot of money to go to that game, and you guys win, I think, 21 to 7. And I go, I was so mad at the Cowboys. <laughs> like, I'm not paying I'm not paying ever again for a Dallas Cowboys you ticket. Go. You guys played great that game. And then I'm like, this Jake Plummer guy is pretty darn good. So I just remember that moment of your career also as a Cowboys fan going, man, this Jake Plummer guy, I really like what he's doing out there. Yeah, thank you for that. Let's fast forward to where we're at right now yes. in Phoenix, Arizona. And that year in 98, Prop 301 got passed to build a stadium here in the Valley. So that season was very, very big for the Arizona Cardinals. I like to say, you know, if we hadn't had the year we had, we had a very exciting wow. finish to the season. We won four, four games to close the season out. We had to win the last one against San Diego to clinch the playoffs. Got the ball back with like 38 seconds, no timeouts. Metcalf took it back to like the 35. I hit a couple balls. Tell the ump, hey, or the guy behind me, the ref, I said, I'm going to throw to Frank Sanders. He's going to take a knee. We're going to call a timeout. We had one timeout. Call a timeout, kick a field goal, go to the playoffs. And I went in the huddle, threw it to Frank. He took a knee. We kicked a field goal, and we won, and we went. So that was a huge, huge year here in the Valley because now there's a stadium, and now we're all here today. That's so the like- stadium that Jake built. Oh. Not me, no, 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 no. Larry Sinners, okay. Jameer Miller, Lomas <laughs> Brown. Like There was some ballers on that team. And the sad thing is we let a lot of those guys go that year in free agency. I'd signed, I'd re- redone my contract. I didn't want to. I was fine with their paying me. They wanted to pay me more, so I said, okay. But we lost a lot sense. of really, really, really <laughs> strong foundational yeah. leaders of the team, and we struggled the next few years. It yeah. was tough. Well, I was going to let you guys ask as many football questions as possible because – then I want to nerd out with some MMA <laughs> stuff, and I don't want to alienate anybody else from the conversation. Oh, well, all right, then, Jake, I, one thing I kind of wonder, 
I heard somebody recently was an offensive lineman. He was working down in Dallas, and he said football is doesn't make people tough. It's a sport for tough people. And is football like is it an every person sport? Like is it a sport that you kind of have to be tough like on many different levels? Yeah, you're gonna get you know people parents ask, how do I keep my kids safe? What do I do? I'm like, well, don't let them play football. Mm. I mean, you're going to get hit and hurt and banged yeah. up. And in today's world of trampolines with nets around them so kids don't fall off. Yeah. Man, I didn't <laughs> have that growing up. We ended up just digging a huge hole and putting it down in the ground so we could flip off of it and roll. <laughs> and like, straight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a really good <laughs> idea. So, I well, here that. we go. Like, I had to teach a 10-year-old kid a while back how to do a somersault. And if that's the case and parents are putting their kids in football before they learn how to somersault, then parents are doing this wrong, not the kids. So it's not necessarily a, a, a sport only for tough people, but it's a sport for people that are all right falling over or getting a deep bruise on your forearm or getting smashed in your quad or landing 40 times on the ground with someone on top of you or, or not. Yeah. So it's just a you got to know how to fall. You got to know how to roll. You got to know how to be an athlete, similar to the Rashad. You know what he's he did. You know you got to be able to be in control of your body, and so body control and also some toughness. Yes, you got to be tough to play the game of football. You know it's uh, you're going to come into the huddle. I've many times where I couldn't feel my hand. It was ringing from getting hit. You know, totally dead, and I'm like, Jesus, it's third down. I'm going to have to throw, and I didn't know how if I could even grip. Wow. And then in 25 seconds, somehow I was out there, got the ball, and slinging it for a first down. I mean, that's more than just toughness that's like having mental capacities that you can push things away but it also can create some bad habits you know you push things away you learn how to push things down like i'm sad today just push it away i want to cry today push it away you know i'm pissed off and want to smash some shit today push it away you know it's like you got to be able to be able to 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 be tough and push things down so it teaches you some good things but then you got to also come back post-career and learn how to handle those well i was really curious about that for both y'all because that feeds into I know what you said about pushing stuff down. Do you ever think, like, in the moment or leading into a fight, like, man, this probably isn't the best idea? Because I know especially in the (laughs) UFC, they're like, that's fine, I'll move on to the next person. Or, obviously, we've seen in the NFL, they'll move on to the next person like that. Did you ever think long-term impact in the moment? Or are you like, this is my shot, I'll deal with the rest of it later? Yeah, as as an MMA fighter, I always took every single opportunity that was presented for me because, you know, my career was made based off of, you know, being able to, uh, you know, excel in those moments. You know, yeah. when I fought Chuck Liddell, it oh was, my God. I was served up, you know. I oh, mean, yeah. going going into that fight on, on when I was doing the media, the media was pretty much asking me, what have I done to even deserve a chance to even get knocked out by Chuck Liddell? So it, it was one of those That's, things wow. that, yeah, so, wow. so it was one of those things going into the fight where I was like, you know, if I'm going to be what I think I can be, then this is who I have to beat. And, uh it was all about seizing those opportunities. I remember very vividly, and I hope since you won, you never get tired of talking about this, no. is a bunch of us literally jumping off the couch when that happened <laughs> because we gave you more of a chance than I guess the rest of the media, but the way that fight ended was shocking, and obviously that led right into the title shot and then the title and everything like that. So yeah. clearly a smart opportunity you took and a hell of a finish. Yeah, it, it was, man. It, it was like one of those memorable moments where it just kind of like time just slowed down and i was like man did that just really happen i remember like when chuck got into the cage i'm looking at the banner that was going across the arena saying rashad evans versus chuck liddell and i'm like wow i'm fighting chuck liddell then i look across the cage and he's doing his chuck liddell things you know doing a split check (laughs) on the cage and it it didn't really get real to me until i got hit for the first time and i'm just like 
that was that was some power. Now I know why he's Chuck Liddell. So it kind of like during the fight, I kind of got more ready for the fight as it was happening. Where did you get hit? Where was the? the it was it was a square one right in the jaw, and it went it shinned a shock right Bam! down my body, right down oh. to my toes. Mm. And and when you get knocked out or get dazed by a punch. You can't feel your feet. So oh. my feet kind of like had a nice little tingle to it. And I'm just like, oh, man, I can't get caught with another one of those. Because you, <laughs> you see the rubber legs a lot when you can tell. Like that fighter is doing everything they can to stay upright. Yeah. But their legs are like, maybe not. You can't feel them. So you start walking like a baby deer. <laughs> is, I, I was curious because oh. we have a pretty big fight coming up with John Jones. One of your obviously really great friends is John Jones moving up to heavyweight, fighting for the title. I, I'm curious what your thoughts are about y'all's careers were intertwined a good bit and obviously yeah. a big fight. Is what are your thoughts about John Jones' opportunity moving up to heavyweight, and I guess maybe his career trajectory because his worst opponent is himself. Right, and, and I think this is a big legacy moment for him. You know, he can really kind of uh, you know quash a lot of the things that's been you know, negatively said about him and, you know, diverse, you know, a lot of it is kind of deservingly so, oh, right? Oh, sure. But, we but had I, him on. I asked him that if he gets why people don't like him. And yeah. he goes, no, I do. I yeah. understand. Yeah, so, I mean, but, but you know, as, as somebody who, who genuinely likes John as a person, like, you know, I, I think that John can, can be a better person. I feel like, you know, he's, he's, he, he, he's a good person in, in his own way. But uh, this is a big legacy moment for him, but he has a, you know, really tough test with uh, Cyril Gan who – is is you know been competing and he has a lot of skill sets and tools that could bring problems to john jones and it kind of reminds me of the liddell fight this feels like to a lot of people this is just the john jones coronation and they're not here for anything else so i will be curious if that that's got to be a motivational tactic when everyone's like hey thanks for showing up to the other guys fight that we're here to see. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah absolutely man mm -hmm. i mean you know coming from where he was a light heavyweight being the king there for so long you know it, it's going to be a, a bit strange stepping into the octagon, you know, being the underdog, fighting at the heavyweight weight class against guys who's not bigger than, you know, that he's not bigger than, and, and you know, being an athlete who, uh, you know, has, you know, has had problems with, uh, you know, you know, staying legal with, yeah, with what you can take. Stuff, yeah. There has to be some kind of mental thing to that, right? Yeah. You know, want to be the bigger guy in the cage, so it's going to be interesting to see how he goes in there being the smaller guy in the cage. Now, can we reveal what has happened yes, in the meantime Jake here? Jake the Snake Plumber has autographed my rookie card from 1997. So I'm very excited about that. And he is like, he talked about yes. that at least three times yes. on air before we left. He was like, I'm going to bring one of my rookie cards. I really hope he can sign it. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was a cool one. And I'm sure that's kind of, is that in a it's real funny. game or is that staged? No, that's totally staged. Yeah. I'm in flats. It's at the <laughs> yeah. rookie premiere. Yeah, it's classic. <laughs> Did you think it was funny? Because there is your rookie card where you're posed with, a, I think, a rubber snake. Yeah, you're sitting Indian style. Rubber or snake. Crisscross yeah. Criss applesauce. Yes. That's right. Yeah. But, yeah. Wait, this is stage? They stage these yeah, pictures? Yeah, they put me in there. Yeah, oh. I think you have a whole set where you're doing all kinds of different things, like jumping on a trampoline. Pa Peyton Manning is jumping off a With trampoline. With net around yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. There was no net on yeah. that tramp. Now, you but I can still do a backflip on a tramp. So, oh, my gosh. Know, that's, part I of my, that's part of my uh, taking my health into my own hands. Just, just jumping on a trampoline used to hurt a few years ago. Now I'm like jumping on a tramp and getting that. Nice. My cells in my body love it. And so one of the reasons, and you guys both coming from, if you want to call it gladiator sports, that's what we end up talking about, that MMA, football, hockey, and everything like that, is can you tell us, and you all brought us samples, which is awesome, of the, um, is it Umbo? Umbo, Umbo products. Yeah. What can you tell us about that? 
Well, we met uh, through Dale Jolly, who's the other co-founder of Umbo, about three years ago, right before the pandemic, and we started taking some mushroom tinctures. And I know I benefited greatly, as Rashad has his own story to tell behind that. The inflammation that I had, that I was working on from old injuries, is gone in my body. My wow. knees don't hurt, my ankles, my my shoulders. I don't have the headaches I was having. Um, I feel like I sleep better. I have more energy throughout the day. Uh, it's also made me very well aware of what I'm putting into my body, even how I'm thinking yeah. and even the words I'm saying and how I'm choosing to drive in traffic. And it's just made everything, be, I've become more aware of how I've carried myself and maybe some of the stress that I've caused has been my own doing. So sure. kind of figuring out who I am, who I want to be, and then and per, per, pursue the ability to educate people about an entire kingdom, I call it a queendom, that we've forgotten about as a, a form of not only nourishment and food, but there's a lot of medicine. There's an unknown world of fungi out there that we don't know what they hold that could be something that could benefit us uh, with our health and wellness. So we're here to share that story. Uh, as I decided to slow down my aging process, this has been right. part of that. And uh, I feel great. I feel as good as I've felt in a long time. I still deal with some aches and pains if I get too active, but that's just going to happen as I've, I've had some injuries. And I know Rashad can attest to the same thing, that these are something that, we, that won't hurt you. And if you want to try them, they'll help you, we believe, to uh, just function a little bit better as a really strong adaptogen for our overall health. Yeah, for me, you know, it's always been about, you know, uh, you know how my body's going to do after I get done with yeah. fighting. And, and uh, having taken a beating, I have in the cage, been knocked out a few times. Sure. And just when you get at a certain age, you start to realize, like, oh, man, I did some damage to my body. Because when you're young, you don't realize yeah. that that could happen, right? Mm -hmm. You feel like you're invincible. But you start to get that bill later on on what your body's doing. And, you know, towards the end of my career, I was starting to feel like I was slowing down. I'm like, man, this is happening to me. But you know, one of the biggest differences I felt by taking the functional mushrooms is just such a big help with my neurological body. My neurological health is something that really has, you know, become something that I didn't even foresee it being, you know, able to do. Like, I, I felt like I've been able to reverse some of the damage that I've done to my body on a neurological basis. And, and that, that to me is one of the biggest things because, I mean, when it comes to healing the neurological health, there really isn't a lot of things that you can take over the counter that's going to do that, and mushroom does that and does that in spades. Specifically, lion's mane. Yes, they're showing huge uh, NGF nerve growth factor. So the neuronal growth and repair of the all the neuronal pathways through our body, they benefit from Horatia marinaceus, uh, lion's mane, and that's something you know with the the game that we're in. If that helps the neuron neuronal pathways in your brain. And we can help bring back that neuroplasticity to the damage that we all know we're facing as UFC fighters or these guys that are playing Sunday. I mean, you face that. You're going to hit your head playing ball. And so long-term is a great thing for longevity and, like, help maybe reverse the trend that we all face post-career of, hey, this is what you're going to have. This is what you're going to look forward to, CTE, dementia. Like, no, no more. I want to I plan for my long-term sanity, health and wellness, and cognitive abilities to be, be here. And that's why I do this. GetUmbo.com is the website. Thank you, gentlemen, very, very much. Coming up next, the host of Up and Adams' beloved NFL personality, Kay Adams, next right here on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now. The host of Up and Adams, I'm going to go ahead and say beloved NFL personality, wow. Kay Adams. How are you this morning? I'm so wonderful. How are you this morning knowing that the Eagles are playing in the Super Bowl? Not, Not great. This is bad. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it You're up. You're fine. Well, You've rooted for him before. Never. Only against Tom Brady. Oh, so, okay. I'll the vote lesser for, of two evils. Re- exactly. See, she gets it. I get it. People in the Metroplex do not get it, and they get very yeah. angry at I me. love the NFC East for this reason. It doesn't matter. There's no rhyme or reason. It's hatred like nothing else, and I'm here for it. It's true. It yeah. is very true. Now, you were talking about how much it had picked up today here at Radio Road. Did you realize it had picked up when security stepped up their game? Yesterday, oh. I felt like they were like, you got a bag? That's fine. Come on in. Today, they were like, hold on. What are you? What, what's your name? What are you doing what's here? What's this Batman T-shirt all yeah. about? Who, what is that? Yeah. You need to be more professional. Let's and see I was your like, utility belt. Yeah. Let's see what's going okay, on. Okay, that there. feels like harassment. Okay, I'm if sorry. Some, about that. Yeah. If somebody My from apologies. security asked to see your utility belt, you might be being harassed. That that has not happened to me yet. I will say there's a, an incredible energy here, Phoenix. They've done this before. I was here in 2015. This feels all the more special. I'm excited personally because I'm bringing my own show. My yeah, own show to I know. media center for the very first time. So it's inaugural and it's great. And the security is a bit of an issue because we had our first late guest to the show today. Oh. Want to know who it was? He missed the show. Oh, Dan His name's Olosky. Lamb. Oh, no. He's right. never been late for us. No, ever? Never. Not for us. He Love loves us. Him. Yeah. Love him. Love him. How are his his teeth are the whitest teeth They're I've ever gorgeous. seen in my entire They're life. Gorgeous. Do they make you uncomfortably though? Are they uncomfortably white? He's he's got an energy about him. He's great. He really does. Except for being late. I'm no, sorry. he wasn't late. He was late because of security. And oh. then I gave him a lot of um, crap for it and said, Appreciate "Is it because that. you have too many cell phones?" 
I bet he really liked that joke. He liked it. He liked it, and he told me, I don't have any phone. Check, check my pockets. I don't even carry a phone anymore. And I go, okay, CD. That's smart on I his see part. You. Two-time All-Pro. No paper trail. He's, he's no good. paper trail. Yeah, that's real good. His confidence has definitely grown over his time in the really? NFL. Yeah, he was very, very shy to start off. And yeah. he's like going to Oxnard, covering him in training camp. His yeah. interviews have gotten better and better just because he's kind of I think grown in his confidence uh, because of his career. Yeah, kept, he, kept getting better and better. Every, everyone's talking about those NFL scripts, right? That we yeah. don't have to do. And I asked him in your 2022 NFL script, take me to the moment that you loved the most. Like, the, <laughs> and he said the wins were all great. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the moment? He said that catch against the Giants, oh, the one-handed yes. grab. He went right there, and what a beauty. Yeah, and I after what, earlier in the hat, the game, he didn't have a catch. He dropped it, and then yes. he comes back later and does that too. Makes it all the sweeter, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely does. Are you guys having fun? I'm having a blast, Kay. Like, I, I, I. All right, hold on. I'm about to. Uh, if you invite him on oh, your show, then yeah. he'll be far more excited. Let me just yeah, tell you. I'm very what nervous time do you right get now. Here? Uh, seven. Seven. Okay. So I get here around 7.38. We have a bar. Anybody's interested in Kendall Jenner's Tequila 818, they're sponsoring my show. We've got we've got Marg's over there. Okay. Low-key. Yeah. I just told everyone in Dallas, but yeah. low-key here in Phoenix. I'll take two. Yeah. Pop by. Yeah. We're, you know, we're having a lot of fun up there. I don't even – we have guests that are coming by, but I just want to party. Okay. I just feel like I want whoever's coming by. This we is have Sean I'm... Merriman. He couldn't hear anything. He popped by today. So it's that's, that's the general vibe of my show, these sort of – we don't need the structure, the, like, let's change it a little bit. You'll let's get along great with us. You'll okay. get along great with us. I am. This us. is so fun. You, you, like, you rose to stardom with, I, I'm going to say this was the, I'm wearing somebody's uh, sweatshirt today. Okay. That's what it was. Like, you, on, on oh, Good Morning Football, that's what it was. Not me. Not me. I'm talking about you. I'm sorry. <laughs> not me. This is know, my I, sweatshirt. I she was like, <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, it's I, a little, I know. No, but, whose sweatshirt is but that? But every morning, like, we would wake up and we would see Kay Adams in uh, Giants yeah. or some Cowboys sweatshirt. Or it's like, you had the NFL shop, and you could just go pick whatever no. shirt was every day. That's what <laughs> oh, it seemed that's like. So funny and every day that. on Twitter, it, that's what they it was, think, right? They think NFL shop ever gave me anything. God, that's the funniest thing about they it. They all left, too, so they're like, no. No. Um, it's, a, it's funny that you correlate it with that. I will say, and I've been on Good Morning Football for six years, mm -hmm. and then pandemic happened, and I legitimately took a great look at myself. It took me out of the hamster wheel, and we all had to face life without – structure like we knew it and we all had to face how does this look in this new world and and I've always challenged like I don't want to wear a dress I'm not wearing a dress it's seven in the morning we're talking about football mm -hmm. I'm not wearing a dress and then so I would wear suits or whatever and then you know once pandemic happened I was like the jig is up people like I'm wearing sweatshirts and I <laughs> I have vintage ones that I source yeah. from all over the country I have a thrift shop in Dallas that if they see something come through, they will DM me and say, we got this. Do you want Dandy it? Dandy Dan's? I will put, no, oh, okay. it isn't. It's somebody else. But I have collectors that will sell sell me things. That's amazing. I don't get it for free. I'm very careful about it. And I have a, I have a sick Dallas one that I love wearing that you guys have seen, I know. Yes. Yeah. And that's it seemed like a strategy because everybody would tweet, no. oh, Kay's wearing this today. She's a fan of this. And now it's like. I mean, she's a Bengals fan, and if we you, became Bengals fans last yeah. year, too. If you knew me at all, you would know that the strategy is not one of the first 200 words. Look at my producer. <laughs> strategy is not one of the words that comes to mind with anything. I didn't have these uh, amazing kids from Ithaca College yesterday were asking me, how did, like, what was your goal? Was it your goal to have your own show? And I said, absolutely not. But it was FanDuel's idea, and that's the future of the business, you know, and they were so into giving me leeway platform 
they're not asking me. You think, you know. Creative freedom, well, we too, have this, yeah. All of a sudden, there's a tequila stand. They're like, well, I don't know, whatever. They, there's not, the, you know, all of the hindrances. There's not all of the, the corporate, you know, part of it. Is, it it's, there's definitely structure there, but they really just want content, and they really want me to be myself. And that's why, you know, we're 100-something episodes in on Up and Adams, and the first five shows look nothing like these last five. And it's going to keep being like that because we're just going to sort of keep flexing. See, Corey, this is why she fits in with our show because yeah. years ago, the brain power of Corey helped us originate a segment called Should I Eat It? Mm -hmm. And so it was food. I found a bag of M&M's just laying I'm around. I'm not playing this game. There was, a, there was a, <laughs> like an old banana peanut butter sandwich in my backpack, and I was like, should I eat this? I don't know how long it's been here. And so we tried it out because the audience said, go ahead and do but it. But you're still alive. I made it, And yeah. so I'm so glad. Yeah, it was but a what, great effort. But you got to do it for the business. Yeah, okay? yeah, exactly. I took three shots of tequila yesterday morning. You think I wanted to do that? No. <laughs> yeah, you, oh, no. But, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. Did you not? You had to say it was for the business? I'm like, not a tequila drinker. Okay. But I've become a tequila drinker this week here in Phoenix. Okay. So it's been a lot of fun. Are you still a hiker? Because yes. I, I have tweeted you one time and you responded. All right? Really? Yeah, and you said one that you enjoyed hiking Fuck because it. it allowed you to, like, get away from things but also yeah. refresh and kind of reboot everything yeah. i'm glad that my executive producer matthew hamilton is here with me because he can correlate this matt that's a sweet jacket this is the architect of some of my best takes he's incredible he's amazing um and I, yeah here he is matthew hamilton um they're asking me about about hiking and whatever and i'm just going to say this and nobody ever believes me i am probably one of the biggest introverts you've ever met in your entire life i do not this is great, and I enjoy people, and I love love sitting here with you, but my energy is being taken from me. Like, I'm going to get to zero really quick, and then I'm going to have to go home, and I'm going to have to put my ear pods in or my wire or whatever, and I'm going to have to go on a hike for, like, four hours. Okay. I need I'm, – I'm not someone who – like, Nate Burleson. Yeah. We're the – Star. We're yeah. the most opposites in that way, though, because we both can do it, but he – gains energy he feeds like if, he, if you're if he's telling you a story and you like it he's eating it yeah. like he loves it and it gives him energy me i'm just a little bit different i'm i would I, if if left to my own devices i would be alone for weeks at a time you ever encountered a bear on any of your i hikes? did yeah did i did punch it i have i have a picture of a green i took a picture of it <laughs> okay i will say this i'm i have no rhyme or reason to my fears in life but bears are not one of them i think name name a mean bear but you can't, there's cocaine not, bears. I yeah. mean, I guess Urlacher. Would oh, be one oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Name, Refrigerator Perry was awesome. Okay, okay, but I'm talking about like um, Berenstein Bears. We're talking about uh, Winnie the Pooh. We're talking about Baloo from the There's no mean bears. Nice. Do you know they're coming out with a horror movie version of Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, it's, really? it's called like Blood and Honey. Yeah, it's, story. It, it's not a I don't think He's I not, you don't believe me? You. Look it up. I don't believe you, Batman. That's why it takes okay, long to Okay, look it up, Kay. All right. I don't know. I'm not buying it. You just, I don't know. Uh, but yes, I don't, I don't have a rational fear of bears at all. I saw one in Bamps. On a hike, I had I had like bells and I beat bear spray and then I saw it and it poked its head out and I went oh and I got a photo and then I think I tweeted it and it was in the summer and I said the bears are going to win the Super Bowl it's a sign and then here we are still talking about 1985. Yeah, we see cowboys all the time. It doesn't work that way for a <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of these days. One of these. How days. are we winning a Super Bowl, guys? Uh, we don't have enough time. I think you got to go because yeah. we need several more segments. Yeah. Give me I'm one very... thing. What what's the, what do we need? Um, we need a <laughs> quarterback. You need a quarterback. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't like that answer. No. What's your answer? Um, <laughs> One word answer. What do we need? All in around deck. Okay. Wow, wrong, opposites. All right, I don't know how you two get along at the mm -hmm. holidays. Bijan Robinson. Okay, interesting. I'm going to say, I don't even know. More Micah. 
more Micah. Yeah, yeah we yeah we need Micah doesn't do enough. That's my takeaway from <laughs> here. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Catch up and Adams, guys. It's on YouTube. It's all over social at Up and Adams Show uh, at Hey K Adams, and I appreciate you guys and your support. I really do. I promise we'll do that if you watch this trailer that I tried to show you. It, Winnie the Pooh, it looks blood like and a honey. claymation. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Don't watch it. I actually cannot believe that that's nightmare. a real thing. I literally cannot. <laughs> Thank you very very much, and I think Corey might have to stop by your bar at some point. Yes, absolutely. I'm coming I mean, to my low key imaginary bar. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not there. It's just, just a thought. All right, around the All back. Right. I'll see you. Bye, guys. There you go. Right. Kay Adams Corey right here it. on 105.3 The hey Fan. Hey, guys, I'm going to get a picture real quick. I'll be yeah, right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your do your thing. Kay, will you take a picture with Corey yeah, Majors? This he is would his appreciate dream. it. His he dream would be has very, come true. very happy. Yeah, oh, we're you. getting swag as well. I love it. All right. Oh, we don't want yeah. the Eagles one. Absolutely. And in the meantime, we're going to oh. bring on Joe Kelly as this thing just keeps moving We're rolling, and baby. Grooving. All right. How are you We're today, rolling. sir? Oh, I cussed, my bad. Oh, dump it. No cuss. All right, you got I'm doing great. How about you? You got two more left before we have to cut off the no interview. Worries, no so, worries. No So, you know, I think we're good. Is I think we're good because yeah. just so you know, we all, you can comment on this if you want to or not, we all hate the Houston Astros as we're from the Metroplex and love the Texas Rangers. Honestly, when the this all got set up and they said Texas, I know, a former player, yeah. Kev, um, I was like, man, I hope it's Houston. That'd be funny. Like, I hope it's Houston radio, right? Um, but Dallas, yes, Dallas, Dallas radio, way different. Um, we all have uh, we all have our grudges. Sure. Uh, some some a little more than others. Um, but yeah, well, thanks for having me on. You yeah, know, absolutely. Obviously, uh, this is my first time being a part of one of these things. A radio I mean, road, not stuff. not a radio show, but this interview ever. Oh my gosh! This, this is how did a, you avoid this? So I'm 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 a huge. Uh, video game guy so i love comic con i love like you know uh game gaming convention so like usually when i come to these things it's like a bunch of gamers can i ask you a quick question since you mentioned video games have you watched the last of us yet based off of the video game of course i have three kids twins and i have a fourth on the way so i have oh not yet oh, i have not the only reason i was nervous is because the last of us is about like a fungi takeover and it's like a pandemic and everything and then we got a mushroom based bar and i thought hold on did i watch the last of us to warn me about this i'm sure it's safe but in the back of my mind i was like is this a bad idea (laughs) yes probably why we're on air i should eat the bar mushroom based tea is good too okay yeah all right yeah so i want to know about doc dave roberts yes i I played with him okay i gotta interrupt you real quick mike i'm sorry i'm gonna interrupt joe hi how's it going how are you Kay adams was just on with us moments ago she's walking away yes she did your first uh, uh, interview with the St. Louis Cardinals. I remember, Kay. Okay, I yes. just wanted to point that out yes, there. Yes, but she she was in a hurry, and we were in a hurry to get in. Yeah, here, but so I do remember, Kay. I'll get you all back together. Yes. Do, you, do you think that we're good teammates? Because we didn't point out that he loves yes, he's Kay, in love Adams. With Kay Adams. I think you're a great teammate because he's not going to say that, right? But yeah. you don't want to throw your boy under the bus. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Joe. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yo, I got great teammates. Yeah. I love yeah. them, man. Back but, to you, Mike. I'm sorry back about to Doc. that. Back to Doc. I <laughs> mean. One of my favorite teammates of all time, the the sweetest man. And now I'm playing with him. And I know yeah. as a player, and I know you didn't play with him, but he's your manager. He, you have to kind of be a little bit different from a player to a manager. Can you tell me about Doc as a manager? Yeah, so I had Doc for three years. Um, obviously very, very good with words, right? You know, media questions, great. Yeah. Um, Manager-wise, a guy who is, is someone who likes to talk a little bit, like, hey, I'm going to go into your office. And I want to tell you, if I'm hanging, I, do not pitch me. You know what I mean? Um, so as a manager like that, I've only played for two guys like that so far that are that open to conversation. 
Um, so that's something as a player I respect, right? Because I'm a, I'm a reliever at the end yeah. of the game. I mean, I could get beat up, you know, for a whole straight week, and it's like, hey, we really need you this game. Can you can you post for me? And if a manager says that, you feel bad letting your manager down. Otherwise, like a doc would never say it. He'd be like, come in, let me know when you're sore, and so I get ahead of the curve. So uh, as him being able to manage players, I, I think he's very great at that. Obviously, the resume says speaks for itself, you know, record number of wins, you know, five straight years, you know, title, NL West title, eight or nine in a row. Um, but, yeah, I, I had a great time playing for Doc. Yeah. And yet because of the cutthroat nature of sports in general, it also felt like if he didn't get a World Series that they might have fired him. So that's a good point because – so we were in the bubble, right, obviously. Yeah. And everyone's going to say, hey, World Series, uh, you know, 60-game season, blah, blah, blah. But when you boil it down, it was harder. We It was the first time ever a number one seed – throughout the whole entire playoffs, had to play in a wild card game. So the best record in all of, all of baseball had to play against the Milwaukee Brewers in a three-game set. And it's baseball, bro. Like, literally, that's why baseball is great. That's why I have a shirt that baseball is boring. The lo- like, it's baseball anyone can win. Like, the lowest paid player in baseball could be the MVP of the league. Yeah. That doesn't happen in basketball. That doesn't happen in football. Yeah. Because it, say you're a rookie in football, you're still, if you're the MVP, you're probably the quarterback, you're still on a five-year deal. You're not yeah. the lowest paid player. Like, the lo- a guy making 600 grand could be the MVP of baseball. There's, that's why it's great. So we had to go and play the Milwaukee Brewers, and if they won two games, we were out. So it was more teams in the playoffs. Um, obviously, the pandemic couldn't bring your family. Like, my dad was sitting in the stands. He couldn't even celebrate with him after the game, you know, wow. after the World Series. Like, it's so, crazy. sitting here with uh, Joe Kelly, relief pitcher, when you talked about hanging and your arms hanging and Doc's talking about that, I think a lot of even, you know, baseball fans don't understand that. When do you know that I'm probably not going to be able to pitch today? I know. I know myself. I know before I pick up a ball, and I would say that's rare. Um, how? Can you tell us how? For, like, people listening, they need to know. So, so, so if I'm hanging, first of all, not, not, I don't go off muscle soreness because that's, that's being soft. I was going to say different. That's being soft. I go on, like, actual pain. So, like, I have three kids, right? So if I pick one up and I'm, like, I could tell there's fatigue, not in the muscle, but I could feel, tell, like, a pressure. Like, it's bursitis. You get it all the time. Like, there's inflammation. There's probably extra blood in there. Um, and then I'll take an anti-inflammatory, so I'll take, like, ibuprofen, a Voltaren. And then I get to the field, and if I still feel that way, I'll be like, all right, hey, doc, I'm, you know, I pitched this many times. Uh, my arm's hanging, da-da-da-da. I'm not even going to go out and play catch. Like, I'm, I'm going to take the whole day. Um, but if it's emergency in the 17th inning, like, I'm going to play because I don't want one of our pitchers or our, our position players pitching. You know what I mean? Um, but I know for myself right away. Like, I, I know washing my hair. Like, it's crazy. Brushing wow. my teeth. Like, anything that has to do with wow. my right arm. So, now, another thing that I noticed that wasn't I played from 96 I was drafted, 08 was my last year, is heavy balls, especially bullpen guys. I'll see them throwing them against the wall as they're preparing to this might be they might give me a phone call or, or I'm getting loose in the fourth, fifth inning. Are you a heavy ball guy throwing him against the wall, trying to loosen up? Can you kind of explain that to us? Yeah, so the heavy balls are great. And, and for dads that are listening right now, if you have kids like, and you see all the pros do it, be careful because if you don't have the right mechanics, you're screwed. You're going to hurt your kid. Um, but for myself, I do like the heavy ball. Um, I don't need much stretching. Uh, I don't use them to like actually get velocity. I use them just to get warm. So I'll take a heavy ball, and I'll throw it seven times, and then get on the mound, toss the ball, like, hey, I'm ready to rock. Um, but heavy balls, I think, is, is they have their they serve their purpose for sure. Okay. I uh, 
you played with Seeger, right? Oh yeah. Uh, do you, okay, you gave me a little, hey, little me nod and there. Seager, me and Seeger two days ago. Justin Turner Foundation I saw golf it. course champs, baby. Okay, oh. and we won. We got a trophy and everything. And and Corey, I'm a Corey. Uh, okay. He's a Corey, so I support him instantly. <laughs> Do uh, you though? They yeah. spell y'all spell it differently. It is a different spelling. So. It's the incorrect one, but I appreciate what he's doing. <laughs> the, but I did see that he 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 swings golf clubs right-handed. He's good not too. Bro. Yeah, he's pretty, yes. he's pretty good at he, this. He's, so he's sneaky. He won't tell you. He's a member at two courses. Um, does play a lot of golf. He'll say, like, oh, I barely play. You know, one of those guys. Lies. Um, <laughs> but he's, he's impressive because he swings right-handed, and he doesn't warm up. So, like, you see guys who take forever over the ball, right? Like, all right, what do we need, seven iron? So, like, th- he, gets to the, he gets to the tee, he looks down, and then hits the ball. Every shot, wow. chip, drive. Um, and it kind of messes with you because, like, <laughs> you're, you're the next guy, and you're like, like, you're like, like I'm going to watch him hit, see, like, what he does. But he's already hit the ball, and you're like, Crap. Oh crap, dude! <laughs> you don't warm up. He's like, no, just I just go up and hit the ball, and he's a really good golfer for barely playing. Champion golfer now. Yeah, champ. We we shot fourteen under. What can you tell us, like as a as a fan base here, about him, like personally and <laughs> okay. how he approaches the yeah. game and everything? So because to be fair, I just he's quiet. Get, yeah, and listen, there has been some backlash in some yeah. circles about he'll be with a personal coach instead of yeah. be with the team or whatever. So, I, so I, he's, he's always been that, right? right? And, and, and I've, I've, I've been lucky to know him because my time in L.A., we were locker mates, right? So okay. Yeah. Corey Seager, my locker. And, you know, he, he, he loves baseball. He has a bad game, and he takes it hard, man. So he always needs that guy to kind of cheer him up. But, yes, he has, he's one of the guys. You trust someone, you trust someone. He listens to everyone. He has a hitting guy. He's going to go to his hitting guy every day, right? Mm-hmm. It could be his dad. It could be his hitting guy. He likes to film. And what people don't realize is he's an extremely hard worker, right? But he is one of those guys. He's not built like me. This guy is 6'5", bro. Just naturally Jack, gifted everything. been through injuries. And so, like, if, if fans or, like, whoever don't see him taking early work, say, at shortstop, like, practicing ground balls, it's because he's not built like my shortstop, Tim Anderson, who's five foot 10, 170 pounds, super freaky athletic. Like, Tim could take ground balls every day. Corey Seager, big body, 162. Like, it would be, like, wrong to ask him to do that every day because his body breaks down so quick. You know what I mean? So if fans don't know him, he's va- he a man of few words. He's very quiet, um, very simple. I mean, he could have $300 million, but he's going to buy a used F-250. You know what I mean? Very, yeah. very simple. I feel that. Um, <laughs> so it's not that it, – it might look like, as we call – I don't want to say, like, the, the resting kind of, like – the yeah, yeah, yeah. Face. The it RDF, might look yeah. that. It might look that, but he 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 really is so freaking nice, bro. Like he wouldn't he wouldn't cuss at you. He wouldn't like. He, I don't know. He's just too nice and he's quiet. So okay. that's the best yeah. way to put him. Now I know that this isn't happening, but I'm just wondering. This, this is a tough tough one. If Minnesota were to say we're bringing you on the team yeah. and you had to be teammates with Carlos Correa, how would that go? Would you say I'm just I don't want to be in Minnesota? Or, I don't I don't know. How would that go? Um, that's a good question. I guess we'd have to see if we found out, but it definitely, I think before it happened, they'd probably try to be some, some sit-down meetings for sure, right? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I think if I got traded or, you know, I think that's possibly the only way because I'm not yeah, going to go sign right, to Minnesota. Right, right. Because it's, you know, I'm on, this, I'm on the later half of my career. I want to stay Arizona spring training. I don't want to do Florida spring training, so I'm, I'm kind of limiting my teams, right? But, like, hey, if nobody wants me, I'll just retire. Um, but if I got traded there, yeah, it would have to be one of those things. Um, there's been battles before in sports, which yeah. are great. And then you get on the same team and you're like, you know, I, uh, 
you say sorry, I say sorry. Like, there's ways to get through it. Um, but that's a good question. I like that. We have to see where we go. Is Arizona because such easy travel for the games? Because Florida travel, like, like if you got an hour and a half bus <laughs> trip, you're like, oh, right, that's the short bus trip. The hour and a half Bro, is the short bus trip. I'm telling you, as a, as, as a player, horrible. As a fan, horrible. You come here, you could catch so many games. You oh, know yeah. I mean? um, like, I, I'm friends with a guy who runs the Innings Festival. Big, big venue. We got Green Day. We got uh, Yellow Car. Like, there. He does the same thing in Florida, and he would say it's not that great because it's so far away. You know, they, get, they don't get the same amount of people. You don't access. You can't go watch Cubs. You can't go watch Dodgers. And I think since it's so close and the weather's so good, like Florida, weather's great, right? Um, good golf. But like you said, since it's so close, since the weather's so great, um, most of the teams over here are this side of the hemisphere anyways or this side of the country. Um, there's, there's, no, there's no better place for spring training, for sure. Now, you brought your book along. Yes, I did. A what? damn near perfect game. Okay. Because I've really enjoyed this interview. What can you tell us too. about the book? So there's a, there's a, the book is great. Um, obviously, people are going to be like, oh, Joe Kelly can't right. Um, sorry yeah. for that bomb. Dang it. Uh, that means I, the next I, one's your loser. I, know, I, know. <laughs> I went to a UC school, like a, like a Cal, a yeah, UCLA. Yeah. Um, I studied psychology. Um, but, yeah, the book, um, I wrote it with um, me and Rob Bradford. He's not here, obviously. Um, I think one of my favorite things about the book, right, I get into the whole th- pouty face situation right away, right, just because I want to get, yeah. obviously, the fans' attention. Like, all right, let's just put it out there. Here's a dirty laundry, bam. Um, but my f- personal favorite part is there's a whole cha- chapter dedicated to Rob Manfred, our commissioner. Yeah, who hates baseball. I'm just – I Okay, that so is, that is my I love opinion. you said that. That is my opinion. From a guy who has had so many problems with baseball, from a guy who got suspended eight games in a 60-game season for making a pouty face, I had a lot of animosity towards him, right? From after that, then we have a lockout. Players hate the commissioner, right? And so I was writing this book. I was like going into it. I was like, man, what if I got Manfred in it? So I just asked questions like, Rob, write a book. I know you want to get good on the player side. Like, kind of like, I know you have this dirty laundry. Can you, can I interview you? And so, number one, I think I'm like one of the first players to actually interview him about the state of baseball as itself. Rule changes. Perk for Manfred. He has the power to make any rule change he wants at any time. He hasn't. So people are going, F Manfred. He's like banning the shift, da, da, da. He could have done that five years ago. But he kudos to him he asked players different teams different teams different teams throw this out there hey i'm probably going to do it in the next couple of years get used to it pitch clock i'm probably going to do it in the next couple of years used to it when realistically he could have done it right away so i gained a lot of respect when he told me that i didn't know that number two he wants to grow the game of baseball right now we have too many regional cable networks with 10-year contracts yes. for number one i used to play there dodgers spectrum boom throw a billion dollars how much and you're locked in well guess what I played there. I'm a hometown guy in L.A. All my family cannot watch unless yeah. they have that thing, right? It's the same so thing in the Metro place. This yeah. is in the book. So Rob goes over there. He goes, you're right. As he's talking about he wants more centric owners like Steve Cohen. I said, why can't we get like a guy like Steve Ballmer, a Mark Cuban? Like the owners pay for these teams, and they, we barely see them. Like Steve Ballmer's front row, Mark Cuban's front row. Like when are we going to get like an Elon Musk type guy? Like he could buy all the baseball <laughs> ones. Like when are we going to get the young billionaire with, with, with the money to come in and kick kick out the older owners like a, and rob manford once again agrees sets it in there so there's a lot of things that are going to change rob uh your view it changed my view because <laughs> yeah. i battled him yeah. i got suspended multiple times i got in a fight with you know tyler austin when i was with the red sox huge brawl smoke blah 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 nice and 
I went there. I battled MLB's lawyers. I have took one lawyer. Three hours the first time, three hours the next time. Lost my case. I won. Um, I thought I won, but it's an arbiter paid by MLB. Um, so that was in the book, you know. So I have all the, all <laughs> the reasons in the world to to not like Rob Manfred. And after I got done interviewing Rob Manfred um, and put it in the book, all chapter seven of Baseball Isn't Boring, I am a Rob Manfred f- fan. So please read I this, gotcha. read the no, chapter, and it I would do. change your mind in a damn near perfect game. Just read the chapter, and I want all the fans to see. You know, it's hard. He works for the owners. And MLB, and players. So if the owners bitch at him, if we bit, like bitch at him, like he's, it's not his fault. Like he really loves baseball. They're a damn near perfect game by Joe Kelly. Appreciate it very awesome. yeah, thanks, much, boys. Good sir. Coming up next, how about a little Super Bowl stew with superstitions, Shack, and skyscrapers? Next, right here, live from Radio Row on the Fan. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, it's time okay. for the always changing Super Bowl stew. Dip. Let's what? go. Do you take that away from Joey? Dip. How dare Are you, It's more like ladle. Yeah. Uh, you're not dipping. You're ladling stew. Corey, I've made Hurry the up. cardinal go. mistake of forgetting to tell Mike instruction. Oh, yeah. And now, <laughs> and now, you told Mike you have four minutes, yeah, and now yeah. Mike's like, fine, I'm not going to talk for four but straight I, I minutes. I put the four <laughs> up, and he was like, okay, we'll it's see. It's like the time that he snapped at me, and I was like, whoa. Snap. That's where it comes from. <laughs> That's the only time that ever happened. I, I hear you all on that, You're down though. to three minutes. But all right. <laughs> okay. One of Pat's. Patrick Mahomes' go-to prep uh, prep options is to listen to Meek Mill, Meek Mill before games, and especially before big games. But now Meek Mill is a very well-known Philadelphian. He said, I got to drop them out. No more Meek Mill before the Super Bowl. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I said a word. Keep going. You got two minutes. <laughs> you gotta fill this. You, you told us. Oh, yeah. I have plenty of content. <laughs> no, no, this is just stop wasting time. Okay, all no. right. Let's go to why the Kansas City Chiefs are not going to win the Super Bowl. Tell me. All right. Oh no, he doesn't want to hear this. <laughs> because the MVP of the regular season, which he will be, it will be announced tomorrow night, has not won the Super Bowl since 1999. And that was Kurt Warner. So the people since oh, then. Oh, I got Kurt Warner cards. Too. That's right. Well, Kurt Warner then lost the next one. Then Rich Gannon. Did you remember? He was an MVP. Mm-hmm. He lost. Then Tom uh, Brady. This did, is like uh, the Matt Leiner, Vince Young situation. Is yeah. this the second Heisman always wins the national champion? Yes. And well, then, screw us then. Why are we even watching the game? For real. <laughs> Peyton Manning lost twice. Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady. So you've got. One, two, three, eight. That last eight MVPs of the regular season have lost in the Super Bowl. That were in the Super Bowl. Mahomes is going to break it because he breaks everything. I see Darren Woodson over there, dude. I oh see my Darren. Gosh. It looks like Tyler Klutz. Yeah, it's Darren Woodson and Tyler. All right, we need to make that oh happen. My gosh. Do you guys I love Darren Woodson. have the money to buy the Shaq and Gronk package for the Super Bowl? You know how much money I make. All right, but <laughs> here's what you get, Corey, before you rule it out Uh you get access to a private jet to and from arizona so the value is kind of lost in us we're already here yeah but it's for you and 11 of your friends you get a meet and greet with Shaq, 
Gronk and Guy Fieri, who remember that's who Colby patterned his tattoos after. Yep, all the shirts. As well as private decks and seats at all of the parties and events, including the Sports Illustrated party leading up to the game. You get security detail. You get a fleet of SUVs, the VIP bathrooms, what? which apparently is a big deal, and then a spa day to recover after all the vodka and champagne for the low, low price of one million dollars. Oh, Dang, man. that's a lot of money. What's next? Those seem <laughs> those have to be some huge decks for sure, right? The decks that you were talking about. We yeah, get private. It's kind of big deck yeah, energy. The private ones, yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of Guy Fieri opinions, but I can't do it right now. Oh, do you really? Little, yeah. I want to hear it. Well, he's on. Food. He's he's he is Mr. Food Network. Yeah. Every dang thing is Guy Fieri. Show me how to cook something, Guy. And stop. T- did you see? He just eats it. He just hates taste stuff. I missed it. Did you see that someone scaled one of the skyscrapers here yeah. in Phoenix? Yeah. Did you see what it happened? It was like during our show. What? No, it was we were on air, Kevin. Well, he was arrested. Thanks to you. So. All right. Okay. Well, then, you're out of time. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. You did it. I'm proud of everybody. You ladled it. Uh, Coming up next, former NFL All-Pro Defensive Rookie of the Year and the man who could have been a Cowboy, Sean Merriman, next right here on The Fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.